The next 10-year startup opportunities. 01. The United States is the terminal consumer market with the strongest paying ability in the world. Winning the US market is the key criterion for truly becoming a global company. For Chinese entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who want to participate in globalization, if they want to build a global company, the US market should become the high ground of their globalization strategy. It is non-US developed markets and emerging markets. From the perspective of investment allocation, you must bet on China and the United States at the same time. American companies and individuals have good payment habits. Let's look at a comparison of numbers first. The per capita consumption expenditure of the United States is about 13 times that of China, and the total software expenditure in North America is also about 13 times that of Greater China. Almost all of the best SaaS companies in the world come from the United States. Our research team has summed up many factors for the differences in the development of SaaS between China and the United States in the process of continuous research and tracking of global SaaS. The most direct and fundamental one is the difference in social affluence between the two places. This is also our deepest feeling during this field exchange and visit to Silicon Valley. If we make an analogy from the ability to pay, the payment environment faced by Chinese SaaS companies is almost equivalent to the domestic consumption of the internet around 2000. The entire American society has a stronger willingness and ability to pay, and companies and individuals have good payment habits. Software is a consumer product of American companies, and the billboards on both sides of Highway 101 in Silicon Valley are almost all advertisements for SaaS companies. American software builds high-speed toll stations in the customer business flow. The initial sales and construction costs are high, but after completion, annual recurring fees are charged every year. For example, one of Snowflake's largest customers, Capital One, can contribute nearly 50 million US dollars in ARR per year. Databricks has now accumulated several major customers with ARR levels of tens of millions of US dollars, and has won orders from banks and other traditional industry giants. AWS slash Azure public cloud vendors often sign contracts worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Due to the lack of cheap labor to perform tasks, companies are more willing to reduce labor expenditures by purchasing software, such as purchasing expense control software to solve reimbursement problems, improve work happiness, and reduce the total working hours of the financial department. A company with more than 200 people in the C round will purchase 20 to 30 SaaS tools every year, and the annual SaaS bill is 600,000 to 1.2 million US dollars. This idea of SaaS procurement has become part of American corporate awareness and management details, and it will continue. The high cost of personnel also makes companies abandon internal development and turn to purchasing mature products. For example, the reason why banks are willing to pay tens of millions of dollars to Databricks is because if they develop it themselves, the cost of recruiting 30 to 50 people will already exceed tens of millions of dollars and there is a high probability that it is not as good as Databricks. Many PLG products can achieve $100 million in ARR with almost no financing, and it is also inseparable from a superior payment environment, such as Notion, Zapier, Calendly, ClickUp, Scale.i, Grammarly, etc. In addition to software products, online paid entertainment products such as Netflix and Disney Plus are also doing well. U.S. markets prioritized over emerging markets. The team sorted out the revenue contribution of some global multinational companies by region, and found that the contribution of the U.S. market was almost all over 40%, and Amazon's local business revenue even reached 66.83%, followed by Europe, which contributed 20-30% to of revenue, while Asia only accounts for 10-25% to on average. According to the profit contribution ratio, the contribution of users in the United States is also the highest in the world. In addition, 
Most of the listed companies that we have sorted out globally with a predicted growth rate of 30% plus in 2023 are also American companies. Therefore, we can say that whether it is from the perspective of investment allocation or entrepreneurship, more attention should be paid to the U.S. market rather than emerging markets. In the past, when we talked about going overseas and internationalization, we would first look at emerging markets such as Southeast Asia and Latin America, hoping to reproduce the next Chinese story with the high-speed economic growth dividends of these regions. There is no problem with the logic of the time machine itself, but if we look at it from the perspective of the market ceiling, the ROI of participating in emerging markets is not high. First of all, emerging economies such as Southeast Asia do not have the unified market characteristics of China and the United States. Secondly, these emerging markets still need a long period of time to develop. The GDP of Indonesia as a whole is 1.2 trillion US dollars, and the GDP of Zhejiang province in 2021 at the same level, 7,351.6 billion yuan. Indonesia's per capita GDP is 4,292 US dollars, which is close to China's 2010 per capita level, 4,551 US dollars. Enterprises' willingness and ability to pay are even slower than individuals. From this perspective, whether to regard Indonesia as a the answer to starting a business or investing in the first stop is obvious. In addition, the political situation and policy instability in emerging markets also pose risks for investment and entrepreneurship. The same goes for other emerging markets. The investment of capital in emerging markets in the past is also a proof. We have tracked a number of well-known VC funds that focus on emerging markets. The 10-year DPI of these funds is still low. The core reason is that there are few effective exits. In the past, successful exits in emerging markets were mainly a very small number of projects such as C, Nubank, and Local. O2. Digitalization is still the golden track. Although both have experienced internet innovation, it is clear that the direction of the venture capital markets in China and the United States has changed, and the digital revolution has been written into the genes of VCs and entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley for a long time. Software is the most important sector for all top funds in Silicon Valley. In our opinion, funds such as Sequoia US, Insight, BVP, and Iconic are essentially software funds. 70% to 80% of the portfolios of these funds are software companies, and in the past over the past 10 years, Iconic has obtained excess returns in the software sector. For example, Iconic held considerable shares in the most important SaaS companies such as Procore, Adyan, Datadog, Snowflake, and Zoom. Since Fund 2, NRR has remained at the same vintage year top 5%. It is no exaggeration to say that almost no Silicon Valley VC has lost a lot of money on the software track. Even if companies such as Docker, Palantir, and Cloudera are considered not to have performed particularly well, they still allowed early investors to earn a certain amount of income and successfully exited. In the communication between our team and the leading VCs in Silicon Valley, it is a general consensus that cloud can continue to invest for 10 years. Today, the penetration rate of cloud is only about 20%. With today's $3.8 trillion in global IT spending, the rate of SaaS is not high. According to the run rate of the total consumption of cloud resources of the three public cloud vendors AWS, Google Cloud and Microsoft, it has only reached $160 billion US dollars. If we estimate the total revenue of emerging SaaS vendors to be twice the revenue of the three major cloud vendors, then the cloud-related part is only $480 billion US dollars, and in the face of the global IT expenditure of $3.8 trillion US dollars, the current cloud adoption ratio is only about 13%. From a more microscopic point of view, let's take Snowflake as an example. 
The total number of Snowflake customers in fiscal year 2022 is 5,944, and the number of customers whose revenue contribution is greater than 1 million US dollars is 184. We believe that Snowflake's penetration rate has only reached the 5 to 10% percentile. At the same time, based on the accumulation of data in the past 10 years, investors in Silicon Valley are also beginning to expect AI/ML to bring a new round of transformative power to cloud and data. Not only investors, but also large companies in Silicon Valley will also use AI/MLML mentioned a very high position, and Microsoft is most worried about being subverted by AI. This trip to Silicon Valley also further strengthened the confidence of our team in AI/ML. We believe that AI/ML must represent one of the most important trends in the next 10 years, and it deserves special attention from the perspective of investment allocation and entrepreneurship. Silicon Valley's belief in digitalization is in contrast to China's current hardware-related investment boom in new energy and smart manufacturing. Relatively heavy sectors such as hardware and manufacturing have seldom invested in Silicon Valley. The power law mentioned that Silicon Valley VCs prefer high-risk plus long-term plus high-capital efficiency industries, which can also explain why Silicon Valley VCs miss out. Tesla, and why Silicon Valley VCs hardly invest in manufacturing. Looking at China again, because we have decades of accumulated manufacturing resources and knowledge, once this irreversible resource barrier is combined with high-end technology, it is bound to further increase the premium ability of Chinese manufacturing. In the past, the United States was able to make Apple, relying on a comprehensive brand premium composed of products, technology, innovation and values, while China is better at making Xiaomi, focusing on supply chain and cost performance. We believe that in the next 10 years, China will also a product-based company with double premiums in technology and brand. Oh, 03. Why Silicon Valley can continue to innovate. Why does Silicon Valley have such a strong and lasting innovation capability? The core conclusion of our team is that Silicon Valley has excellent resource endowments in both talent and capital. Silicon Valley not only attracts innovative talents from all over the world, Stanford, Berkeley and other world-leading schools are also constantly sending talents and cutting-edge research to Silicon Valley. And because of the culture of donation, the cutting-edge research of these schools is also more able to communicate with industry and business on the first day. Fusion. The mature and complete entrepreneurship and investment ecology has also made Silicon Valley a utopia from entrepreneurial idea to successful exit, and a global innovation incubator. Middle dot a venture capital ecology with a hundred flowers blooming. As an important participant in technological innovation, Silicon Valley's diverse venture capital ecology and emerging innovations are mutually causal to a certain extent. On the whole, Silicon Valley's capital supply and market competition are very sufficient, except for established top funds such as Sequioa, Redpoint, and Greylock. In addition, there are a large number of small funds and solo GPs active in Silicon Valley, and new funds and GPs are constantly emerging. In the 1980s, the venture capital industry in the United States has entered a state of standardized and orderly development. Mature industries will definitely bring mature talent supply. This is the basic condition for the continuous emergence of overseas solo GP and dark horse funds. Another characteristic of a mature industry is the perfect division of labor, which is also reflected in the field of venture capital in the United States. There are few all-you-can-eat funds in Silicon Valley. From the investment stage to the investment field, there are funds that do well in every subdivision stage and vertical field theme, especially in the early stage of investment. For example, in one of the funds we visited, two GPs were early employees of Airbnb. They took the marketplace as their main investment direction. In their view, the construction of the marketplace is a capability that can be transferred to many fields. In addition to YC, 
there are many early-stage funds with different investment characteristics in Silicon Valley, and these funds can really participate in Coinbase, Robinhood, Zoom, Flexport, etc. Among star companies, Sutter Hill, which was introduced by overseas unicorns and incubated Snowflake, is a typical representative. After this visit to Silicon Valley, our team also participated as an LP in several early-stage funds in Silicon Valley with a unique investment perspective. Middle.exit environment is good. In terms of large exports, in the United States, in addition to IPOs, mergers and acquisitions with PE buyouts and large companies as transaction parties are also very important exit channels, and transactions are frequent. Mergers and acquisitions have enabled many small and medium-sized software companies to generally achieve exits, which not only realized returns for investors, but also enabled the dynamic cycle of entrepreneurs. Among the founding teams and investors of Silicon Valley technology companies, the most successful exits serial entrepreneurs are fairly common. Although affected by the macro environment, the number of IPOs in the United States this year has decreased by 80% compared to the same period in 2021, but mergers and acquisitions are still very active. The most typical case is Adobe's purchase of Figma for 20 billion US dollars. It also acquired Cron, a calendar tool. In addition, large PE buyouts such as Vista and Toma Bravo are also important buyer roles in acquisition transactions. Middle. Advocating originality. It is the consensus of Silicon Valley VCs not to vote for copycat, but only for original and latest things. In addition to the good knowledge protection system in the United States and the high cost of litigation for patent plagiarism, VCs in Silicon Valley also believe that they have a kind of chivalry. From their perspective, plagiarism is immoral first, and plagiarism is second. It is also a negative signal of the team's own capabilities. Such an environment not only protects innovation, but also forces new innovations to emerge. It is undeniable that when a track is hot, FOMO's sentiment also exists in Silicon Valley, such as the recent generative AI. But for entrepreneurs and early investors, if they want to participate, they must come from the entire industry and other links, look for the possibility of cutting in and going to the table. In addition, this chivalry is also reflected in the open merger and acquisition mentality of large companies. In Silicon Valley, large companies want to develop a new business and expand a specific technical capability. If internal incubation is not cost-effective in terms of time and cost, then acquisition will be the first choice, and sometimes an acquisition decision is the final decision made by a business VP. 04. Key trends representing the next 10 years. While visiting local investors and frontline engineers of unicorn technology companies, our team also wants to find new trends and opportunities. The following are some important trends that make the our team excited and more confident. Trend 1. Remote is irreversible and will reshape enterprise collaboration. The epidemic has accelerated the widespread penetration of the trend of remote work, remote work, and hybrid office, hybrid work, so as the epidemic gradually ends and the world gradually opens up, will people return to the office again? After a field visit to Silicon Valley, we are very convinced that the new office methods of remote and hybrid are irreversible and will completely subvert the management methods of companies and organizations, bringing a new round of SaaS opportunities. Almost all the office areas of technology companies and investment institutions we visited in Silicon Valley are vacant, from technology companies such as Google, Databricks, and Snowflake, to financial institutions such as Silicon Valley Bank, and some of them expressed that they would consider relinquishing some office buildings. At the same time, many employees of Silicon Valley technology companies also choose to move out of the Bay Area to other states with lower living costs, or even out of the United States. Digital nomads has become a status label for tech practitioners. In the communication with practitioners in the technology field, 
Many people mention that whether the company supports remote has become one of the important selection criteria in their job hunting. According to Gartner data, by the end of 2021, there will be 489 million knowledge workers worldwide, excluding mainland China, working in a hybrid or fully remote working mode. ARK predicts that this number will reach 832 million in 2026, which means that there are still about 70% room to grow. From the perspective of technology enterprise management, the global distribution of talents also allows them to choose from day one in different regions, such as India, Eastern Europe, Colombia and other regions, to build their own engineer team, so there are many employees and their own engineers. A phenomenon where team members never even meet face-to-face. -face. Just like cloud computing has changed software forever, remote office and hybrid office will also change the form of enterprise management forever. Remote will completely change the way organizations and companies operate. From recruitment, cross-currency slash jurisdictional salary payment, collaboration, team building, employee training, and collaborative management, great changes will occur, and new software slash functions are required to support. 1. Global recruitment, Dale, which has been analyzed and studied by overseas unicorns, is a typical representative company in the global recruitment process. Dale has solved cross-jurisdictional and cross-currency payroll, and it took only 20 months to increase ARR from 1 million the US dollar increase to 100 million US dollars, setting a new record for the fastest growth of a SaaS company, and the company's latest ARR is close to 300 million US dollars. 2. More immersive video and collaboration software. The online meeting solved by Zoom slash Teams is the most basic requirement in the remote scenario. All collaboration scenarios in the traditional physical office environment are worthy of being remoted. For example, Miro is the Silicon Valley people the inseparable whiteboard has been moved online, and Teams has added four casual games in the latest update to achieve the purpose of team building. 3. Cloudification of local support teams. Cloud is the cloudification of enterprise data, and remote drives business migration to the cloud especially traditional local support teams such as GTM. The call center scenario is a typical case. The call center of an enterprise is oriented to the needs of line connection, coordination, and unified enterprise number deployment within the enterprise. It is realized through a set of software and hardware. As sales representatives start remote slash hybrid, the office should also be mobile and software oriented accordingly, and Zoom's Zoom phone is aimed at this scenario. Trend 2, AI slash ML is the next decade of data. The explosion of AI slash ML this year is primarily due to the sufficient amount of data. This is a change on the supply side. Over the past 10 years, the acceleration of cloud penetration and the improvement of data infra deployment have made the volume and quality of enterprise data accumulation reach a state that can be used by AI. I, from the perspective of the demand side, data analysis in the past was the analysis of historical data, but now a more obvious demand is that everyone also needs real-time analysis and even prediction that is, how to dynamically combine data with practical problems at the human level connect to improve and solve problems efficiently and in real time. The challenge of the data industry is not data processing or analysis, but the last mile. AI slash ML is the last mile of data utilization. Because ML has two high requirements for the combination of application scenarios, ML ops is the most worthy of layout before the development of the application side is complete enough. ML workflow roughly includes data preparation, model construction, model deployment and operation, etc., corresponding to any scale, tecton, hugging face, etc. are typical shovel selling companies in the AI-slash-ML field. From the flow of outstanding talents, we can also feel Silicon Valley's continued enthusiasm and expectations for data and AI-slash-ML.
Databricks and Anyscale are the companies that talents in our interviews are most willing to go to. From the perspective of entrepreneurs, the person in charge of the ML system of a large company also chooses to start a business. For example, the founder of Tecton was the head of Uber's internal machine learning platform Michelangelo before starting a business, and the co-founder of Databricks Ion founded Anyscale and attracted a group of talents with Google Cloud background. We haven't seen anyone poised to challenge trillion-dollar companies like Google, Microsoft, etc. in quite some time, but AI-slash-ML makes us lean toward that. Trend 3, Cloud Native Generates New Security Requirements The development history of cybersecurity in the United States is not long. The target data leakage incident in 2014 was the beginning of American companies generally attaching importance to the importance of data security. A characteristic of security is that it changes with the evolution of major technology trends, underlying frameworks, and attack methods. The popularization of cloud computing, edge computing and other technologies has restructured the enterprise data flow and computing environment, and also provided opportunities for new attack forms, forcing the emergence of security technology and security model innovations in the cloud era. Changes in the revenue of leading companies in the industry also confirm this industry trend. Take Palo Alto Networks as an example. Most of its business has migrated to the cloud. In 2020, Palo Alto Networks' traditional hardware and firewall revenue accounted for only about 30%, and the remaining 70% are cloud-based products and security services. Cloud has only reached 20%, and correspondingly, cloud security has only reached the top 10 to 20% of the industry. Because there are many kinds of attack methods, the security industry is generally fragmented and fragmented. Although the industry as a whole is large, it is difficult for a single company to grow. Some companies that can grasp the industry trends in the early stage of framework evolution have opportunities make it bigger. Security, as a long-term and bottom-level requirement of enterprises, has a weak cyclical or even counter-cyclical attribute. The budget of enterprises in the security sector will not be affected by changes in the macro environment. Spending top 3. The technical barriers to safety are far deeper than previously thought, and it is also difficult to copy. Just knowing the technical route does not mean that you can make a product. In addition, there are almost no open-source products in the security field. There are two main reasons. 1. Security is a very low-level and critical thing. Once open-source, it will lose its competitiveness. 2. Different security products correspond to the team's understanding of the architecture and logic from the design stage. Therefore, there are great differences between the product structures of the same technical route, so it is difficult to open-source cooperation. From the perspective of talent and technology accumulation, Israel is relatively strong in the security industry. The Israeli army, represented by Unit 8200, has cultivated a large number of talents for the security industry. Our products are sold in the US and international markets. Trend 4. The combination of software and hardware brings smarter robots. Although software investment is the mainstream of Silicon Valley, with the changes of some external factors, robots are also considered to be one of the most worthwhile sectors in the next 10 to 20 years. In the communication with local entrepreneurs and investors in Silicon Valley, robots, robotics, are mentioned with increasing frequency. SaaS is bots for white collars, and bots are SaaS for blue collars. There is no conflict between investing in robots and Silicon Valley VCs not investing in hardware and hard technology. SaaS is an enterprise management practice that embeds data tools into enterprise business processes to reduce human waste and improve efficiency. To some extent, the explosion of robots is also an extension of this concept. The trend of automation in factories and retail areas is the driving force behind the outbreak of demand for robots, behind which is the rapidly increasing labor shortage in the United States. 
the labor crisis in the United States had already begun before COVID. The tightening of immigration policies after 2016 has reduced the supply of immigrant immigrants, mainly Mexican workers, main force of the labor force. After COVID, due to concerns about their own health and generous government subsidies, the labor force in the United States is also inclined to retire rather than work. Labor shortages are driving up average hourly wages, which hit $25 an hour in U.S. manufacturing by October. At the same time, however, companies are unable to recruit sufficient labor force, even at high cost. According to data from the U.S. Department of Labor, in July this year, the labor shortage rate averaged 40% in traditional labor-intensive fields such as manufacturing, retail and service industries. As a typical industry trapped by manpower, Retail giants such as Walmart and Amazon have begun to actively deploy robots, and about 25% of retail companies have implemented robotic solutions in their warehouses. The deeper integration between software and hardware has also brought the field of robotics back to attention today. Compared with the research and development of hardware products, software integration and edge computing based on the robot hardware platform are making robots more intelligent, with more and more loadable capabilities and completed tasks. Since China has the world's best electronics manufacturing industry chain and a group of high-quality engineers, we believe that it is entirely possible for China to seize the opportunities for robots and go global. Trend 5. Fintech talent vortex and infrastructure improvement bring a new round of investment opportunities. The concept of fintech has disappeared in the domestic venture capital context, but it continues in Silicon Valley. Fintech in the U.S. market has gradually become a sector that can be invested separately since 2015. Comprehensive funds such as LSVP, Redpoint, and Bain Capital have dedicated partners to focus on investment in this direction, and A16Z established a separate fintech group in 2018. After going through the two phases of banks' IT suppliers and financial services, peer-to-peer -peer lending and marketplace lending, U.S. fintech investment has entered the third phase. Fintech funds rarely invest in domestic consumer financial service fintech companies in the United States. Venture backs fintech is deeply integrated with software, making it easier for non-fintech companies to become fintech companies, and to build direct-to-consumer financial service businesses. In addition, fintech is also bifurcated into two directions. One is to continue to optimize and innovate along the basis of traditional bank assurance securities, and the other is to integrate with crypto to build a new financial and credit trading system. Overall, we have strong confidence in fintech investment and growth in the U.S. over the next 10 years. The first is that the exit is authenticated. If you look at the fintech companies in the secondary market in the near future, you will feel that the stock price has fallen a lot as a common feature of these companies. After the change, the decline of the entire fintech index was expected. But the more important significance of 2021 is that the listing of 29 mainstream fintech companies is a verification of the exit of the fintech sector including category creators such as Nubank, D-Local, Coinbase, Robinhood, Wise, and Robinhood. Another exciting point in 2021 in the last five years is the inflow of talents. In the past, in the composition of entrepreneurs in the fintech field, in addition to the genius entrepreneurs, the mainstream is the talents with the background of traditional financial institutions. With the listing and withdrawal of fintech companies in 2021, a group of real fintech natives will appear. Entrepreneurs with a strong background, the rise in the quality of talents has also boosted our confidence in this field. Changes in the infrastructure layer are also worthy of attention, including two aspects. The first is that building and providing financial services can quickly purchase SaaS from outside, which reduces costs. The second is changes in lower-level infrastructure, such as FedNow, which will bring entrepreneurship opportunities, such as more real-time payments mean more fraud.
As for fintech itself, after communicating with engineers from mainstream technology companies, the following five trends excite us. 1. Remote and globalization. New forms of work models such as cross-jurisdiction, multi-currency, and multiple jobs per person will definitely bring new infrastructure and front-end players. For example, the Latin American version of Brex called Jeeves is also a unicorn. In fact, the service most of the customers are not local customers in Latin America, but the mainstream customers are American companies going overseas. 2. Modern aggregator and infrastructure for managing external SaaS. 3. Compliance and anti-fraud. These are things that are not taught in CS classes, and now the last wave of founders began to preach the importance of these things to new founders more and more. 4. Vertical industry SaaS slash marketplace plus fintech. Embedded finance and vertical merchant SaaS opportunities are essentially software, but usage-based pricing, transaction fees are charged, and the corresponding infrastructure is a unit of 2 billion US dollars. 5. Financial services in emerging markets. The most successful new bank and chipper cash in the past are talents from the Bay Area who returned to China to start businesses. Now American VCs are still betting on this portrait of talents. From the perspective of our team, we believe that the valuation of companies in the growth stage is relatively high at this stage. You can wait for another three to six months for the performance to be realized or the company actively adjusts the valuation to obtain runway. If you want to participate in investment, compared with the growth stage, the early stage may it is a better choice. The valuation and bargaining power of the seed round is better, considering that some of the companies that went public last year have left, and the high-quality supply in the early stage has increased. Generally speaking, fintech investment in the United States is a small circle. The core early GPs outside the comprehensive fund focus on different regions and fields. They can build a relatively complete fund portfolio and market intelligence system. There are too many subsections under fintech, such as healthcare fintech, prop tech, insurtech, etc., all of which require local know-how, maintain communication with top GPs and founders, and look at core issues from their perspective. Trend 6. Vertical SaaS. Although the overall SaaS maturity in the United States is very high, the penetration rate of SaaS in some fields, especially non-technical industries, is still very low. Investing has also become a dedicated theme and trend. A SaaS investor that our team visited in Silicon Valley once led the investment of 12 vertical SaaS companies, and these 12 companies have all exited through listing or mergers and acquisitions, and his newly established early-stage fund also uses vertical SaaS as an investment. The core investment theme, because vertical SaaS belongs to the blind spot of large funds such as Sequoia, can form dislocation competition for new funds and early-stage investments. The reason why vertical industry SaaS is worthy of attention is that apart from the large ceiling and the penetration rate, another important factor lies in the innovation of business models. Compared with horizontal SaaS, the leading companies in the field of vertical SaaS are very likely to achieve a penetration rate of 30% or even 40%. This absolute control allows SaaS products to extend upstream and downstream, through superimposed payment, supply chain finance solutions and other modules to obtain income other than subscription fees, broaden the potential market size, improve user retention rate, and increase customer average contract value. Behind the successful verification of the logic of vertical SaaS in the U.S. market is actually the social background of the mature division of labor in the U.S. and the popularity of computer software usage habits. The shortage of labor in various fields and rising labor costs are catalysts for the popularity of SaaS. This is also in sharp contrast to the domestic market. Before the internet era, China had almost no concept of digitalization and work habits. The internet has reversed the digital upgrade of the B-side from the C-side, 
So many vertical SaaS things have finally become the business scope of large internet platforms. For example, Toast in China it is difficult to appear independently, because it was embedded by Meichuan through the takeaway order system. Trend 7. From PLG to SLP, SaaS companies cross the chasm. Product-driven growth, PLG, is a weapon for the new generation of SaaS software companies to achieve early growth. Faster user feedback and stronger user loyalty have allowed Stripe, Loom, Notion, Figma, Canva and other products to achieve spectacular early results. User growth flywheel. PLG was once considered to be a subversion of SLG, sales-led growth. In fact, if SaaS software companies won across the $100 million ARR gap, combining PLG and SLG is a more reasonable choice. Productivity software companies like to talk about low floor and high selling. Low floor means low barriers to entry for users, and high selling means that the ceiling of the product is high. The core of PLG is that the initial volume is fast and the growth rate is fast, while the core of SLG is that the main buyer is corporate customers, so the ceiling is high. If you want to achieve low floor and high selling, it is ideal to combine PLG and SLG at the same time. Many products that rely on PLG for growth will also focus on expanding enterprise customers after they develop to a certain stage. For example, the key strategies of companies such as Notion, Airtable, and ClickUp are to make product functions and sales teams more applicable to the enterprise level. Customers, annual payment above $100,000. At SA STR 2022, we also saw many PLG products starting, such as Notion, Grammarly, Calendly, etc. Calendly even upgraded its slogan to more meeting, more revenue. Companies with strong PLG capabilities generally have a weakness, that is, the sales team for enterprise customers is not strong enough. In the communication with the person in charge of GTM of ClickUp, the other party mentioned that the sales of companies with strong PLG capabilities are more like a customer service role. The big advantage is that when sales go to contact with customers, the whole company at least has a good impression of the product, which makes the product sales process quite easy. Excellent sales can find out who are the key decision makers in the client company and which key positions have undergone personnel changes. Top-level sales can provide product solutions comparable to consulting agencies such as McKinsey when pitching customers, and even in some cases, excellent sales have the ability to convert the intention order of just want to buy a few seats into direct purchase of thousands of paid seats. In Silicon Valley, IT analytics software app Dynamics is known for selling the Wampoa Military Academy. In addition to the general trend, our team has also come into contact with some Silicon Valley technology companies. These companies have been mentioned many times in the interviews between Silicon Valley and local entrepreneurs, investors and engineers. These companies can also allow us to learn from Feel Silicon Valley and what is happening in Silicon Valley from a more microscopic perspective. Middle dot platform level opportunities under the general trend of ML, Databricks, Anyscale, Tecton, and Hugging Face are companies that we think are most likely to seize platform-level opportunities in the AI-slash-ML megatrend, and they are quite high on the watch list inside our team. In the future, the entire AI-slash-ML ecosystem will mature, and the inference link with the largest amount of data and the highest frequency of use may be the real-time online training. Inference is also an important commercialization method of Hugging Face. Tecton has the retention of features based on the original data of customers. Anyscale is the most noteworthy of these companies. Anyscale is a distributed ML infrastructure. Not only is the business in a good position, but the team is also very eye-catching. Anyscale is a new project created by Ion, the co-founder of Databricks. Ion is a Silicon Valley star founder. He has also won the support of many leading institutions. Middle.bootstrap SaaS. 
Bootstrapped is an important development path in the growth path of overseas SaaS companies. Bootstrapped means that the company does not rely on external investment in its early stages and only relies on its own funds for growth and development. Many SaaS companies in the United States can achieve this without relying on external financing. The $100 million ARR has grown through bootstrapped methods, such as API aggregator Zapier, calendar management tool Calendly, cloud management tool Cloudinary, writing tool Grammarly, and project management product ClickUp. The development model of Bootstrap cannot be established without two important factors. The user's willingness to pay is high enough, and the product is good enough. There is no need to repeat the former. Entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley are very good at demand insight and product definition. For example, Figma has been polishing its products in its first four years, and achieved ARR of 400 million US dollars in the fifth year after the completion of PMF. Middle. Remote Native Office Collaboration In addition to Dale, the representative companies on the remote track will undergo great changes in terms of recruitment, cross-currency slash jurisdiction salary payment, collaboration, team building, employee training, and collaboration management, and they all need new software slash functions to support them. Moving the whiteboard collaboration to the online Miro, HR management SaaS rippling, and Gong for salespeople are all splitting the collaboration in the original physical office. Middle.retail digitization is also accelerating. The development of the retail industry and retail network in the United States has hindered the rapid penetration of e-commerce in the United States to a certain extent. However, in recent years, the epidemic and intergenerational migration of consumers have also promoted changes in the field of e-commerce in the United States. FAIR and whatnot are very important. Two representative companies. FAIR can be compared to 1,688 in China, but unlike the 1,688 link factory and Tobao C store, what FAIR is doing is to connect small and medium-sized brands with offline retailers such as boutique stores, and it is an online trade show. The U.S. offline wholesale trade, wholesale, transaction scale is 1.5 trillion U.S. dollars per year, and what FAIR is doing is to move this 1.5 trillion U.S. dollar transaction scene online. FAIR's latest valuation is 12.4 billion U.S. dollars, which corresponds to last year's 10x GMV. FAIR's performance beyond expectations has brought it a high premium valuation, which is catalyzed by the epidemic, but it also shows that even in the traditional retail sector, the United States of SME owners are still quite receptive to digitization. China's live broadcast e-commerce has also landed in the United States. In addition to TikTok, many startups are also doing it. Whatnot, a card trading platform, superimposed live streaming on the platform. GMV has grown rapidly. According to the data learned by Shishang, Whatnot has accumulated 100,000 active buyers, and the unit price of each customer is 35 US dollars. Whatnot is considered to be verified to a certain extent. The feasibility of live streaming e-commerce in the US market has received a lot of attention. 05. Epilogue. The above is the collation and research of our team based on two months of interviews in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is the origin of software entrepreneurship and investment, so the observations and discussions in this article mainly focus on software-related ecology. Since healthcare, biotech and advanced technological innovations are more concentrated in Boston and other East Coast areas, this article cannot cover them. However, the R team also pays attention to what is happening in these emerging sectors, and hopes to be able to use our future in the continuous international exploration. Observational research brought to you, regarding where the golden track will be in the next 10 years and how to participate in representing the most important trend in the future, our team believes that innovation is a classic but not outdated answer. In the current turbulent external macro environment, 
we still have to believe in technological innovation it is the strongest source of social development. Not only Silicon Valley, we also have high expectations and confidence in the globalization of Chinese companies. In the next 10 years, Chinese manufacturing cognition and supply chain resources will give birth to technologies and brands. Double premium product companies, we believe this trend is already happening quietly.